0: upon this rock the bedrock there's a scripture in the bible that talks about the prodigal son and how this son he takes his living and goes out into the world and does all he wants to do and spends all of his living and finds himself eating with pigs but then there's a scripture also, in that same text, Luke 15:17, it says, "And he comes to himself, and once he comes to himself, he goes back home." This beautiful story of his dad welcoming him and sees him afar off. He's happy to be home. Everything he ever needed was always at home, and he go he gets back there. Why is it that God would allow you to go out into the world, do all that you do and obtain all that you've obtained, and for some people to bring you back home again? I've heard it before, I'm sure you have, that home is where the heart is. I had to ask that question myself. God, spirit, source of all the universe, why would you bring me back home to Flint, the bedrock? Ah, uh, I love the scripture. Many people don't agree with it, but I love it. There's a there's a scripture in the New Testament It says Upon this rock I'll build my church The gates of hell will not prevail I asked the question I said God Why would you bring me back home And I was shown that scripture That upon this rock I'll build my church the gates of hell will not prevail. Now. Someone could take that as a literal church. A physical structure of a building. A magnificent building. That people come to from all around. Could be that. Or. Could be a more solid foundation. Could be me individually. God could be building me. Everything in me. You know being on that rock that is the solid foundation that cannot be moved all of these things So, but I'm coming to know or understand or understand or overstand something that what God will do is to bring you back home for a purpose or take you back to your place of Alignment for a purpose that you may not always be able to see when it's happening. It says the gates of hell will not prevail after you've been built upon the solid foundation. What is what is hell? Is it talking about a literal hell? Or is it talking about a figurative hell? Whatever hell it's talking about We know that the hell will not prevail Once you're being built Up On a rock as you're going back home Not necessarily to a physical place Could be But to a place of alignment To a place of peace to a place of love, to a place where you get clarity, to a place where you're safe, long suffering, patience, a place where you can feel the very presence of God in that space, in that place. It's in those places I, that I know that the manifestation, of God comes forth. Now as far as the physical location of flint being the bedrock or the flint stone, I would say that in some spaces that God sees how certain spaces go through certain things, chaotic type times and situations. Chaos gives the opportunity for God to show up. I'm going to say that again. Chaos gives the opportunity for God to show up. Here in Flint, Michigan, for... a number of years, we have been dealing with a water crisis to where lead has been placed in the drinking water and the water has been poisoned. Upon returning home, I've had the opportunity to meet even children that are affected by this lead poisoning. And this water crisis. To where people don't even trust the water. And we know that water. Is essential to life. Just to be able to live. And and people to be healthy. You You have to have water. Our bodies are made up of water. We have to drink water. In order to survive. And here in Flint Michigan. The water has been poisoned, and and I'm happy that uh, their efforts, that uh, pipes are being changed, but it's it's not over, and it's a it's a humongous project. But my question is, how did this happen? How did it happen? <laughs> how did it happen that something that is essential? As essential as water. How could it happen that. That it would. Be poisoned or. Lead would be in it. How would it happen that people would. Be sick from it. Brain functionings would be different because of it. And some people would even transition and pass away. I've come to a conclusion and seeing why it is that I would return home, I would say that God, through the universe, is up to something here in Flint, Michigan, where the gates of hell will not prevail. And that I would say that there's a beacon light shining here, and it had to come out of chaos. That people would know that a city that has gone through chaos. That the General Motors has left. Many schools are not no longer open. And the city looks depressed. And I'm reminded of the scripture that upon this rock. I'll build my church. And the gates of hell will not prevail. Well Flint is the rock is it possible that this city would be the place that the manifestation of who we know as God would show up out of chaos of an unsuspected city that is not nationally looked at as a place that many people want to travel to Why would they ever wonder what do we have to offer here? Not much as far as attraction goes into the natural man or the natural eye to where people come to get their greatest of entertainment. No, they choose places like New York City and Las Vegas for places like that. Florida, great getaways. Surely not here, but I would say There's a huge possibility that the very manifestations of signs, wonders, and miracles are going to happen right here in Flint, Michigan. I would say that's one of the reasons that I had to come home. You know, sometimes we don't, we never really know Why and what and where, in certain seasons in our life, why we make the decisions that we make until it comes to fruition. Until it comes to fruition. Upon this rock, I build my church, and the gates of hell will not prevail. Upon this rock, people will get their life. Upon this rock, people will see signs, wonders, and miracles. Upon this rock, people will experience and encounter God like never before inside of their own lives and begin to understand, overstand, and understand what it is to live under an open heaven after so many years of chaos. Upon this rock. The spirit would have you to be in the mindset through vibration to be upon a rock as you're being built in this particular dispensation of time where signs, wonders, and miracles will show up like never before in your life. Through your connection and alignment within yourself, which is we call the spirit of God. Of Christ's awareness inside of you because it all flows inside of you. You could never understand, overstand, or understand anything outside of you until you first got that which was inside of you, and you saw yourself manif you saw yourself manifesting out of the very thing that you knew was inside of you and you saw it consistently. There is a consistency that is happening in this season with your revelation of things that come to you that sometimes you don't even mention to anyone else, which you don't have to. And it's absolutely more wisdom to conceal a thought as opposed to release the thought out into the atmosphere to people that are not even conducive to be able to handle what it is that it is that's being given to you as far as any form of downloads into your soul awareness or your remembrance. They're great revivals of the soul. Usually when we hear the word revival, we're always, or many times, we're thinking about churches or the preacher or the choir and the time and how that goes and we love those, especially those of us that come out of church. We love revivals, especially if there's a good preacher. Great singing. And I want to feel the power of God move. Of course, though, we love that. But there's a different type of revival that's happening before we even get to the church. And this revival is that of soul awareness. The revival of the the soul resurrecting from a dead place as the Christ did and ascending to a higher place with the treasury of the soul that was given previous and before this lifetime. Many people are not remembering and it's evident by the way we treat each other, by the things that we do, how we treat our own body before we can get outside of ourselves we have to first look at ourselves and inward to ourselves but it's very evident and it shows where many of uh, many people wear it they wear it in their their face they wear it in their body their spirit tells the whole story many people that you know are are dying inside they don't tell you they're dying but they're dying inside if you're very sensitive And keen on or in the spirit, you can discern unhappiness, any form of unhappiness that a person carries. They're dying inside. I want you to hear me. They're dying inside any form of unhappiness that a person is carrying. So when you see an unhappy person, they're dying inside, they're bleeding internally to death. And it'll only be a matter of time before the manifestation of that which they were doing turns into death. Many people are not talking about this, even some of the best of them. Counselors, preachers, judges, lawyers, any type of title that you can bring up. Because sometimes people feel like they have no one to talk to. Have you ever felt like that before? Have you ever felt like you possibly didn't have anyone to talk to? Well, upon this rock, I build my church. You're being built upon a solid foundation of a rock that can't be moved. A flintstone. And the gates of hell will not prevail. The lower nature, the lower part, the lower part of people, situations, whatever people bring up through situation it will not prevail against what's being built inside of you because you've come through what you've come through you've seen what you've seen you will not be moved and because you're being built up in that place you're built up in your mind built up in your heart built up in your spirit built up in your finances just to be able to stand on your own because you have made a decision if you haven't made a decision it's as simple as making a verbal decision for what it is that you desire to see and you have that ability. You have an amazing story that some, most people don't even know. They they haven't taken the opportunity to sit down and tell you, hey, please just just tell me your story. I, I just want to know your story most people don't have enough inside of them because they've never had an opportunity to tell their story. So unless they have an opportunity to tell their story, they wouldn't prompt you to do anything like that. And that's when you really become the best version of you because you start to hear yourself say things that you never say it. You're coming back to yourself just like the scripture says. In Luke 15, verse 17, it says, and when he came to himself. When you come back to yourself, the kingdom of God inside of you becomes. It comes up and it comes out. Well, I'm going to pause right there. I hope I've given you something to think about. Until we meet again. Peace.